Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show. Final hour of the program. This is a, this is a banger, right? It's got to be. What? Little Elton John. Elton John. Billy Joel. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you were listening. You'd have your headset on. I can hear the music. Okay. <laughs> Why do you got to leave it on the desk? I'm not ignoring the show. I can hear the music, you schmuck. <laughs> it's like, he put his headset on. Like, what? What are you? This is a what, are the two, what are the two dangerous neighborhoods they talk about in Boston and, and Brooklyn? Boston and Brooklyn? Yeah. Uh, hold on. The, the names of them? Or is yeah, it the same name in this song? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. You're not paying attention? No. You have your headphones was... on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jackass. Let's get to our guests. I don't want to talk about Walk through the combat zone or walk through Bedford Stuy alone. Uh, combat zone in Bedford Stuyverson in Brooklyn. He's, he's fine. Let's bring in Jim Duquette. He's tired of this nonsense. Jim knows. Already. Jim, what's yeah. up, man? How are you? I try to stay out of Bedford Stuy, gentlemen. Yeah. Good morning. How are you? It's good to talk to you, Jim. So let's let, let's get into the birds right away and just uh, before we get into some of the other stuff. Uh, I don't know, like the addition of Corbin Burns, what's going on with Bradish. I guess to start with the Bradish stuff, because yeah. to my knowledge with PRP injections, I just don't know that they've really worked out the way that everyone, it seems like that last ditch effort. Is this a little bit yeah. different? Yeah, it feels like it, Jeremy. I, I will say this, um, you know, that they're, um, they're being used more and more, you know, and I think um, even, I, I, I don't want to say, the, um, you know, that it's um, a last resort at this point. I think it's, more common to try this as a healing agent, you know, to hopefully speed up the recovery. And that's, that's what it has looked like around the league that they're trying to, they've had enough evidence to suggest that. Um, 
Having said that, you know, it's one of those still that's so new that, you know, it could be one of those last resort things. So, you know, we'll wait and see on it. But I think I thought the interesting part was he started coming back and, and he was playing catch on the 24th, which means we didn't really have a date of when he had the PRP inject, injection. But it's usually three weeks of no throwing at all before you start coming back. So it's early, probably early February. So when you kind of get that date, then you then you can start to zero in a little bit better on a throwing program and then, you know, when he might be back. This this is, you know, still a little bit of uncertainty there. But I, I did find it interesting that he had already started playing catch, which, you know, if you're going to get injured on something like this, the, the winter time is the time to, to do it uh, because you're not missing, you know, as many games as you would, obviously, if it happened during the season. Jim, I have a very quick bed story. We played yes. boys and girls high school when I was in play yeah. football, and we shot them out thirty-one nothing on their field. Did you play the girls or the boys? Boys high. Okay, always a big football power. <laughs> shot them out thirty-one nothing. They surrounded the locker room. They chanted, "You might win the game, but you won't go home." And they had to get the police to get us out. <laughs> you had the police escort. Yeah, they had to get the cops right. to get us out. They won't let us out of the locker room. Oh, my anyway, God. that's Brooklyn <laughs> to good old days. I had a question: When you get somebody like a veteran, like like a Corbin Burns. You got a Cy Young winner, recent Cy Young winner, three-time All-Star, ERA title holder, um, a guy that came as added to his staff that's pretty young. Yeah. You hear all the trite and old expression. What does this really do for the pitching staff or the team? Well, I, you know, with with someone who's as established as he is, you know, the first off, that kind of sets a tone, right? There, there's he he takes he takes the brunt of the expectations. Which he willingly does, by the way, going into especially going into his free agency, uh, you know, period at the end of the season. Uh, so that that part of it, he matches up with. I, if you look around, in my view, in the American League, it might be him and Garrett Cole as the two top starters right now. Really? There's probably another one or two I'm not thinking of, you know. But like he's Burns is ahead of Verlander as an example. Other teams number ones, you have an advantage right out of the gate. So and then of course the guys that are, are behind him, you know, they match up usually better than the other teams number twos and number threes and number four. So it yeah. gives you a distinct advantage on the mound right out of the gate. And you know, I, the thing that that you know annoys me a little bit with the game right now is they've tried to downgrade the starting pitcher pitching because it's so expensive. But with the Orioles, they have three really good starters. If you know, if and when Bradish comes back, yeah. That, you know, right out of the gate, it's a big advantage. What are you saying, Jeremy, about the ERA with them? With who? With Bradish and Burns. Oh, yeah. They said if, if Bradish and Burns were teammates last year, they would have had the top two ERA. Well, they've been the best duo in baseball. ERA-wise. Yeah, yeah. ERA-wise uh, last year. Which, it's interesting, though, too, uh, Jim, this late. And we've seen this happen before where there's still free agents out there. Blake yeah. Snell, Jordan Montgomery. We just saw what happened with uh, Cody Bellinger. Um, your thoughts on why it's taking this long and then also maybe where these guys end up? Yeah, you know what? It is it is pretty um, odd to see this. You know, even even a couple years. Remember when Manny was a free agent and he and Harper yeah. were on that tour? They, they signed like I think on the day spring training started. So that was late at the time. But this is this is even later. It doesn't happen very often. I think there's a couple factors. There's a lot of teams, despite the attendance, which has gone up. I think 26 of the 30 teams had in, in, increased attendance. Obviously, the Orioles did too, but you know, there's a lot of this RSNs uh, uh, nonsense. You're seeing a, a uncertainty in the local revenue, uh, the local TV revenues, and so teams have pared back their 
their uh, you know payrolls because of that used it as a reason I'll, I'll say used it as an excuse because if some some cases like minnesota they paired it back like 25 million bucks even though the reduction in their local tv wasn't going to be that much so so you know they've had that and then and then you got the scott boris factor of course which is he's always looking for that you know the highest dollar and teams are just waiting them out so i think i think it's that those combinations right there that are the biggest reasons why they're still there do GMs have a secret handshake and collude to not sign these guys? Is that what this is? Like, <laughs> oh man, let me tell you, there's a lot of accusations, Ed. A lot of accusations. I'm just hyped. Somebody asked me to ask you that. That's yeah. a friend. That's me, to know. me. I needed to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you, Go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, that over time that's happened a lot, and you know that's one of the reasons why you don't see GMs. Uh, speak publicly uh, very rarely at all about you know their their uh, interest in a player or whatever because even that will get you into trouble. What was interesting was uh, who was it? I think it was the Twins owner. The twin the, the owners are the ones who who you know are the ones that they get themselves into trouble more than anything. Yeah. And I think it was him, not Rick, Tom Rickinson with the Cubs that spoke about you know not having interest in that he called it that level of player thirty million dollars. Well, you start putting a number out. On a player, you know, the, the, the union looks at that as, uh, you know, collusion because you're starting to put numbers on guys. So so they're, it's very, very sensitive now, uh, these days, much more than when I was in the front office. So, Jim, give me, give me one or two things that you're really excited to see around baseball this year, whether it's a player, a team. Um, I mean, I think everybody wants to see Shohei in, in that Dodger yeah. uniform and what that looks like. Uh, maybe the women want to see the uniforms more than the men now that they're see-through. But um, what, <laughs> yes, what, are you, what are your thoughts on some things we should be looking forward to around the league? Well, I, you know, I, I fell, I fell for it yesterday with Otani. You know, it was, it was on, it was on TV. Um, you know, there's not much to watch yet this year. You know, during during this time of the year, so that game was on, uh, was on television. So I was watching, watching that. You know, and obviously the the high profile nature of it, and all that. So he's he's won right out of the gate. I think the Orioles are a must watch. You know, through, from throughout the, the sport, uh, just because of the year that they had last year, I think there's a couple sleeper teams like in the in the in the Central National League Central with the Cincinnati Reds, and now the Cubs got Bellinger. Like, I think you know teams are or, or people are waiting to see what's going on with those two. And you know, the American League West is always, I think, pretty competitive there. So I think just generally with teams, I think with the Yankees, you know, within the division, they're going to be better. I mean, that's the team I think that the O's have to really keep an eye on. Um, Toronto will be tough. Tampa, you know, is always better. There's a lot of people picking them to have a kind of step back. But I think the Yankees are going to be a force this year. Just a lot of it's going to be based on their health. But so I think that's a kind of a rough uh, rundown of, of things that I'm keeping an eye on, at least for now. I'm heading out to Arizona tomorrow for uh, for spring training coverage, you know, for the next 12 days. So, uh you know, I'm sure there'll be other things that pop up there. Well, maybe we'll find another Corbin Carroll this year somewhere along the line. Maybe it's right here in Baltimore. Um, we got a Corbin yeah. Burns. Yeah, we got a we got a Mr. Burns. Yeah, that's uh, right. Well, hey, Jim, appreciate your time as always, man. Hopefully we can catch up with you back again when we get closer to baseball season. But uh, appreciate it as always. All right, guys. You got it. Thank See you. Man. Talk to you later. That's Jim Duquette. Great stuff. I as miss always. him. Yeah, he's, he's so much fun to talk to. By the way, did uh, I was going to bring this up the other day, and I, I said something to you off the air. Did you guys see the stuff with Jen Royal, our um, sure former did. co-worker? No, did you go and look at it? Well, I read it all last night. See, again, I don't know who's at fault here for what. I just know like it turned into a really ugly situation with the, the restaurant and all that. But 
Anyway, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we've got we got Jeff Ehrman coming up. I got the Daily Line. My headset just busted, so it looks like I'm wearing an earring over here. This is just fantastic. What are we doing here? It's coming the pressure. Back, we're yeah, from my ears. You're a jackass. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do terps. And we're gonna we're gonna do terps. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Anyway, we're talking Terps when we come back with Jeff Ehrman right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. Jeremy Conrad Norris here with you. Rob Long off today. Talking some Terps here, and we welcome in Jeff Ehrman, Maryland 247sports.com, inside MD Sports. Hey, Jeff, first off, with, with everything going on with the Terps this year, how's your season been going? Because we've been frustrated as all hell watching the team. Give me your thoughts on what you've seen this year from the Terps. Um, you know, it's, so your, your frustration is definitely understandable. They go into the season, pick third in the Big Ten, and have lingered in, toward the middle or bottom half of the standings for most of the year. It really hasn't been complicated, right? They just they're just a, a really poor shooting team offensively. They haven't been able to carry the load. I mean, defensively, I think, you know, they're number six or something like that in Ken Palm nationally right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't see a lot of teams that are that elite defensively uh, this far from being tournament teams. And it's all just because they just haven't been able to to score consistently enough. I think that's one of the reasons when Rob and I were talking about this last week, we were saying, I don't think the, the poor play, like I'm not putting it on coaching. I don't know how you feel about it because like the defensive numbers look great. And I don't think it's just because they're a poor team. I actually think they play pretty good defense. Yeah, I think they do play really good defense. I mean, that's the, that's the one noticeable biggest noticeable thing about them is that even, you know, during these struggles, they've continued to, uh, play really hard, play really well defensively, which is not always the case, especially in college basketball, uh, where teams kind of, you know, at, by this point in the season, if you're having a really disappointing season, you see the effort decline. You haven't seen the effort decline with them at all. Obviously, you know, that Red Cruz game last time out, they gave up 18 points in the first half. So 
the, the defense has been really good. It's just, you know, when you're shooting, when you're one of the worst teams in the country shooting the three, uh, that's going to hurt. Shooting anything <laughs> is the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, they one of the bags you mentioned. I think we're the number five or six nationally in defense, number one in the Big Ten. But they're like... 250 something in free in the field goal percentage. I mean, they just can't shoot. And I guess my question is you know, people criticize the bigs a lot, who I think is unfair because if you're not shooting from the outside, doesn't that allow people to collapse on your, your, your post players? Yeah, absolutely. And they've done that a lot against Julian Reese. It gets pretty crowded yeah. down there for him a lot of the time. So uh, that makes it really tough. You know, teams, they don't feel like they have to come out and guard some of these guys, you know most of the lineup really except for uh Dante Scott and Jameer Young for the most part they you know they'll let them shoot all day if they want to so yeah that really hurts your inside play i think when you when you count for that i think Julian Reese has had a pretty good year um but yeah it, it does make it hard well tell us about the the recruits uh coming in i mean we heard stories with Queen and uh, does that excite you and should fans be excited about this yeah, I mean, that's huge for Maryland. He's the second highest rated recruit they've had in the modern era, meaning, you know, since basically since the internet and internet rankings, recruiting rankings were around. So about 25 years, uh, the only higher rated recruit was Diamond Stone. You know, he's uh, so that, that might give some people pause, but, you know, he's no Diamond Stone. I think he's a better overall prospect. Um, you know, he's a guy they've recruited for the past two years or so, two or three years, started under Mark Turgeon, number three center in the country. So, you know, he's a great talent to catch there is that obviously he plays the same position as the most talented player that you'll likely have coming back next year. So you still need a lot more. You know, you need to go in the transfer portal, get several guards, point guard, obviously, with Jameer Young leaving. You need a shooter. You need somebody to replace Dante Scott. So, Queen is a great start, but you got to get more. And obviously, they also have uh, Malachi Palmer, a guard uh, from about 20 minutes outside of College Park at Mountain Zion Academy. Uh, nice player. You know, probably not a guy who's going to have a huge role right away, more of a, a long term stock. So, Queen was a, a great start, but they need, they have a lot more to get. You know, do you believe in um, football and basketball schools by reputation? When I'm guessing at, I guess when a t- team like Maryland basketball does not make the uh, the tournament, is that just a, a, a big disappointment or a failed season? Since it's supposed to be a basketball yeah, think, school, yeah, I think at any basketball school, if you miss the tournament, it's pretty much a failed season. You know, this year, it's, especially a year like this year, when you come into it, like I mentioned ranked or not ranked but picked to finish third in the big 10 you know nobody could have predicted them missing out on the tournament and you know as everybody knows the the ncaa tournament's great no matter what but it's a little less magical when your team is not in it and so yeah there's no question that would be a disappointing season just like last year they overachieved that would be viewed as an underachievement for this year and you know kind of put a little bit of uh pressure on to do better next year yeah, but by the way, talking to Jeff Ehrman here, I just retweeted one of Jeff's tweets. By the way, the dad has aged weirdly uh, tweet that you have about Kyle Filipowski and what went on there. That's hilarious. Um, just looking at that kid and, and him crying, if you remember the crying Duke kid. So if you guys want to see it, check it out. Well, how do you feel about court storming? Because I, most people are surprised. I hate it. I, I don't like the fact that you protect players at, all throughout the game, all throughout before the game. People can't go on the floor. You can't do this, can't do that. Then all of a sudden, 
the game ends and it's like, well, you guys get out on your own. We'll see what happens. I, I just, I understand that people want to celebrate certain things. There just has to be a better way because I don't think this is the incident because I don't think Filipowski was really hurt. Um, but do we have to wait for somebody to get seriously injured before we do something about it? Yeah, and it almost looked like he initiated the contact, and yeah. uh, which is also what it looked like to me with Caitlin, Caitlin Clark when we had this same deal a month or so ago. Yep. You know, on one hand, the court storming is, you know, unique to college basketball. You know, it's one of those things that – you know the the whole student vibe is what obviously makes it, it makes the sport better. It's obviously not a higher uh, higher quality game, especially right now than the NBA or anything like that. But you know it's that communal vibe. On the flip side, though, like you said, it's really gotten the point where you know you wonder if it's if it's something that needs to be changed. I, I think maybe maybe you make it try to somehow come up with a rule where that I, I don't know if you can really apply rules to it because it's thousands of you know, possibly drunken college kids, but make a rule where that you let the other team get off the floor really quick before yeah. you store. Like I have a little countdown but, or something. Like here's the minute countdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do something like that. So I totally see your point. I like the, uh, you know, I, I like the, the the college vibe of all of it. But you're right; it is becoming increasingly uh, questionable. You didn't like Jay Billis's idea of going. Um, what was the uh, the the old movie um, with uh, uh, Colojolo C and and uh, Bronx Tale? The Bronx Tale. Why couldn't I think of that? Hmm. The Bronx Tale, where where like he basically said you let them come in, like the bikers come oh. into the bar, and then you lock the door and say now you can't leave, and then everybody's going downtown. So I don't know if that's yeah. going to work out either. But so yeah, I don't know if that'll work either. You, I, I don't know what the answer is, but realistically speaking, you know, we really haven't seen for all the court stormings, and there's been so many over the years. We really haven't seen any major incidents, which is actually pretty amazing because, you know, you would think at this point you'd have one of the players from the losing team get angry or a fan, you know, uh, overstep their boundaries and, and have a fight or whatever else. So we really haven't seen too many bad incidents uh, occur. But they're going to. Yeah. Because you can't tell me. I, look, yeah. out of all those kids that come storming the court, 95% are probably just good kids, want to celebrate. There's going to be a couple that'll look. They're, just, yeah, they're going to want to take a poke at somebody. There's always someone that ruins a good time for yeah. everybody else. So. Yeah, it does feel inevitable. Jeff, uh, what do you got going on over the site? And uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, so the site is InsideMDSports.com. We got all kinds of all-day uh, recruiting terps every day. Inside information on recruiting that you won't find anywhere else. So if you're a Maryland fan, come check us out. Great stuff as always, man. Appreciate the time, Jeff. Yep, thanks for having me. Yep. Thank and you. By the way, the beginning of that interview, I introduced him. Hmm? I didn't hit the button to bring him on. So I was sitting there looking like a goober. Joe's in there fighting for his life, just trying to get him on the air. <laughs> and then he whispers in my ear, and I went, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Just shows you how often I, I can. I, shut up, Joe. You I don't know you left from me, right? You yeah. don't know how to turn on the radio button? Maybe I wanted Shut to touch, up, Meg. Maybe I wanted to touch both of those old ladies' feet. <laughs> shut up, <Meg>. Yeah. What <laughs> 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 she said. What she said. It feels good, but that's my right. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to grab the other one. Did you get all five toes in your mouth? Oh, oh <laughs> God. All right, we've got the Daily Line coming up next. Man, I got my ass beat last night. And it, like, I always say this, like, depending on my top five plays and how I'm mm -hmm. feeling, like Mississippi State was a top play for me last night. 
and the way that that game came down. I I want to tell you exactly what um, our guy Reed Shepard did in the last minute and 30 seconds of that game. Makes me sick to my stomach. But we'll talk about it, and I'll tell you what you should be betting on tonight. Lots of great NBA and college hoops games this evening. We'll do that next in Daily Line. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. With locations in Camden and Towson and enjoy the best in class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities. Bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. 105.7 The Fan. Well, he's got and it. He and he will shoot it. And he did. And he's it to Chance for Kentucky. Shepard got it. He hits it. Has to go to the other end. There it comes, and we can know it in the hands of the hero tonight, Shepard. Kentucky on the road. A monster victory. 91-89. There you go. It's courtesy of ESPN. And yeah, Reed Shepard. <laughs> God bless this kid. Reed Shepard, the last minute and a half. 10 points, one steal, one block. He won the game. He won the game for him. Um, hitting Reg, a, it's a Reggie Miller. After the crazy three that tied it up, would have sent it to overtime. And look, Mississippi State was up, what was it, six or seven at the half, favored by three and a half, four, four and a half, depending on when you bet it that uh, yesterday. And I was going back and forth with Rashawn, which Rashawn just texted me, by the way. Hey, you listening to Jeremy Khan right now? And I texted him back and said, hey, jerk, I am Jeremy Kahn. Text that to another buddy that you're trying to – because he wants me to mention him because he picked Kentucky last night, and I told him how dead wrong he was. 
And then this joker makes up something saying they're a second half team, which he just lied about that. I guess he tried to will that thing into fruition and it happened. They won. So congrats. I'm I'm so happy with Sean won. He pulled out of the second half. Second half team. He also sent me Everybody knows that. He sent me a screenshot of their first game, and they beat Mississippi State by three in Kentucky. And he's like, see? Told you they're going to win. I was like, that has nothing to do with this game. They won by two in this game. It's like guys that always say, you know, every time you you go over your stuff, oh, I won. Oh, I won on that one. Yeah, I won. I've never heard them lose. Yeah. Nobody ever brags about their losses. And I get yelled at because I can't stop talking about the losses even when I've had good days. Right. Like, you know, it's just... That's what I focus on because I want to fix that part of it. You know, it's and it's not it's easier said than done. Then sometimes uh, where like losing streaks happen, um, you know, there are times where I, I just saw one handicapper going, man, I just had the worst two weeks of my life. Finally had two winning days in a row. Finally happy to get through it. I've kind of had two weeks of I mean, it's been a roller coaster ride. And then the highs have been really high and the lows. No, no, no. Um, so what are we going to look at today? Because yesterday, again, I'll, I'll tell you what I had yesterday um, here briefly as far as the plays went. I had Mississippi State, which we talked about. The over in the UMass GW game. Um, I had the over in the Wizards game, which I don't even want to. Like, it just pissed me off. That first quarter, and then they go nuts in the second quarter. And then the Wizards finally stop playing offense in the second half. And it goes under. Uh, I had the over in the Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan game. And Iowa. I did have somebody hit me up and said, hey, why'd you like Virginia Tech? And I never got to respond to him because they're so bad on the road. And after watching the game, yeah, you're right. They were terrible on the road. Terrible. The line stunk. Syracuse was coming off of an emotional Bayheim game where they played out of their mind against Notre Dame. Um, so I really did like the spot. Like the spot for the Cavs. And uh, Max Struess had a game winner. Three-pointer that won the game. So... Just kind of a crazy set of standards. And by the way, last night again, another, I think it was either 9-1, and 8-1, and one, something like that, the under. Remember I told you the under was, oh, what was that on uh, Sunday or Monday? It was 10 mm-hmm. 0 one I think it was Sunday, 10 yeah. 0 one uh, We had another one last night. The unders have been hitting at a crazy clip, which is why I'm going to start off with two overs in the NBA because that's who I am. Um, that's who you are. Yeah, that's just how I am. I think they're, they're going to be two high-scoring NBA games tonight. Uh, there could be more. We have Dallas playing Toronto. You guys know how I feel about that. Indiana playing New Orleans. I think both of these games should be paced up um, and should be fun. Minnesota minus 12 against Memphis. They should clobber them, but again, I'm not betting the double-digit favorites. You got the Battle of L.A. tonight as the Lakers are at the Clippers. Not that that matters. Uh, Lakers getting three and a half if you're into that sort of thing, but you'll be staying up till 10 o'clock to watch it. Sacramento and Denver should be a fast-paced game. And then Chicago and Cleveland should be uh, slow it down. I do think that Mavs over is a great play tonight against the Raptors. Just my personal opinion. And in college hoops, I usually don't like when I'm looking at a slate and I like a lot of favorites. Um, it's just like naturally I'm look I'm trying to find reasons why underdogs can win. But we've got all these great spots. Like I think as I'm looking down the list, Illinois, they're playing Minnesota. Everybody wants to bet Minnesota, right? Like they want they want to yeah. go at them. And um, because Minnesota has this great record, they didn't cover against Nebraska on Sunday. Back-to-back road games for them uh, against Illinois. And Illinois has been a much different team since Terrence Shannon's back. So you can look there. I think Virginia, uh, I was going to say Virginia Tech. Louisiana Tech, can't read my own handwriting, against uh, Western Kentucky. I think Oregon's in a great spot. But like to be honest with you, a lot of the big favorites tonight, everybody's betting on these underdogs in the Big 12 matchups. 
and uh, and even in the SEC, like Tennessee's in a great spot against Auburn. They're at home, and we've talked about this. When ranked teams meet up, take the home team. The numbers yeah, are off the definitely. charts the past yes. two years. And if you look at the top 25, let me see if I can find this. I read this the other day um, as far as some of the things that I, I retweeted. But this, uh, it's obviously going to be a little bit off now because this was from like Sunday or Monday. But you'll get the gist of it about what top tier teams have done when top 25 teams meet up. And it's just crazy to see how much winnings transpired from some of these teams. And here you go. Two ranked teams play each other. The home favorite is now 32-7, and 82%. This was on February 24th. It's even better now. Mm. Um, straight up this season, 128-31. and 31. That's 81% straight up since the start of last season. Wow. I'm not a big trend guy. That's overwhelming odds, though. Two years worth of 81%. It's like it's hard to get away from that when you see ranked teams meeting up. It's hard to justify going the other way. Yeah. I mean, betting on the home team. What does the book say? So, and we have a lot of that tonight where, like, Maryland's a five and a half point favorite against Northwestern. That doesn't apply to ranked teams. I just saw it and wanted to throw it out there. Um, But, like, you've got Auburn, Georgia. You have, uh, I don't know if South Carolina's still ranked. Uh, I don't think they are. I think they fell out yesterday. Um, or Monday. Xavier should blow out DePaul. DePaul is one of the worst teams in college basketball. But again, I'm not going to tell you to take Xavier as a 19 and a half point favorite. Duke's a huge favorite coming off their loss on Saturday. So I think there are interesting spots to look at for you today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be checking out some of these favorites and definitely looking at the top 25 teams. Like Alabama's on the road against Mississippi. Mississippi's getting five and a half. Interesting spot. Like anything I'm giving out on the show in the morning is always going to be a lean for me. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to these plays. There are some that I'm, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be hard for me to get away from something drastic would have to happen from now. Stuff changes. Like you'll get it anytime. So like I'll give out a play in the morning and then later on the lines move three and a half points. Right. Somebody wants to know why. And it's like, all right, well now I got to figure out why that's happened. Was there an injury? Is it natural line movement? Did some, did somebody lay like a huge wager down that's moved it so much? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you see a lot of that, but lines will move. You'll see that accordingly. And, um, you know, in college hoops, I think it's a pretty good night, especially for some of those favorites I listed. Uh, in the NHL, only two games a night, two big favorites. I'm not touching it, obviously. Edmonton's minus 265 over St. Louis, and the Rangers are minus 300 over Columbus. Probably really 300. Yeah. So wow. there you go. That's all I have for you today. Mm. That being said, um, <laughs> the Raptors and Mavericks, that's going to be a fun one for me tonight. I do think in DFS, like a lot of those games would be interesting to stack, whether it's a Lakers-Clippers game, uh, Pacers-Pelicans, Dallas-Toronto. I think they're all great games for, for stacking purposes for Daily Fantasy. All right, we've got to get to our encore, what we've learned. Got all that coming up and more right here on the Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. There was an older woman sitting there, and a lot of people, they bring them down to like this little lobby area where they'll watch TV or mm-hmm. where the nurses can keep an eye on them. Some of the people that are higher risk to try to get out of bed. So they'll sit them in front of the TV. And the one lady who I talked to a couple times, she goes, can you help me? And I'm like, sure, what do you need? And as soon as she tells me what she needs, I hate feet. <laughs> I hate feet with an effing passion. If anybody tells you anything different, they're lying. <laughs> I can't stand feet. I can verify this. And she goes... 
She goes, can you move my left foot? And I went, I already said yes. So here I go, ma'am. All right. I'm leaning down. I was like, how's that feel? She goes, it feels wonderful. But that's my right foot. And I'm like, damn it. That's my left side. So I have to grab her other foot. And move it, and then I'm looking at my hands like, I gotta go wash these things, right? Like, what? Ah, it's feet. I hate feet. <laughs> you know, I sold shoes when I was a teenager. Yeah. I started in lady shoes, right for Tom McCann at the time. So, and that was the day and age when you actually sat down in front of them and put the shoes on, touched their feet, put the shoes on with the shoehorn. And this lady sits down with a lady, and all of a sudden I grab one foot, I put it in the shoe. I grabbed the other one, I was like, <laughs> she had a wooden leg. Oh, my. Ne- neglected to mention this to me. Had you ever slept with a pirate before that day? No. Okay. Are you going to? Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have told you. I was like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> definitely did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It freaked me out, though. Really did. Have you ever hooked up what? with someone with a missing limb? Arm. You know, just come up with something random, like... This is what's but great. But she, she had a prosthetic one. Yeah, but I, but I mean, it's just different. Have you ever hooked up with a little person? No. Do you want to? Depends on who it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny DeVito, no. <laughs> That's great. And I think we could sit here and play Never Have I Ever with Ed, and he'd be drunk. We should do that. We should. We should do it on the air. Yeah. No, because I know too many of the things that I have never and that he has that would... I think it would be like so weird that it would be embarrassing, you know. Like, I mean, I don't he, know about that. Well, that's a you problem. What if I say something that's embarrassing to him? Uh, yeah, because it is kind of hard. Do you think it's hard? He doesn't get him? embarrassed. Uh, I got some things that would. I don't know. I have some really good stuff. I just I'll, I'll never <laughs> can say you it. say it on no, the no, air. No. I would never say any of it on the air. But like, it's just fun. It's, and and I think like. You know, joking about the never have I ever, and then the person has to drink. Like, anything of a, a sexual nature and using that with Ed and and having him just down shots or drinks. And then, then, then he would allow me to start saying the things that are really embarrassing, right? Because he's drunk. So maybe it is, maybe it is something we have to do on the show, the never have I ever hour. And I think, I think if we did never have I ever hour with Ed... And and we're drinking that he would be annihilated before we got to hour number two. I, that's what I think. By the way, the encore was about the, the uh, feet and everything. Uh-huh. And so I was saying that it'd be fun to play Never Have I Ever with you, where you would be the drunkest guy on the show, just because like we keep lifting. And there are things that I know about you that I think I couldn't tell until you got really drunk. And then you go, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You seem to get it out of me. Like I, I yeah. don't want to say things. You're like, oh come on, What's that? all right. No, no. no, there's. We all three do this thing now, where it's go ahead, go ahead, go ahead until somebody says it, and then it happens. <laughs> and it's almost like I think we all do it now, where it's like, nah, man, I can't tell you. Go ahead. No, nah, yeah, I promise it. Go ahead. It was Charlie. No, it's right. like what? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, here, I wanted to throw this out before we get to um, what we've learned. Unders in the NBA since the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Thursday they were six and six. Okay, Friday seven two and one. Saturday three and zero. Oh. Sunday ten and one. Monday two and two. Tuesdays ten and one. Under since the All Star break thirty eight twelve and one, hitting at a seventy six percent clip in the NBA. And the thing that pisses me off, Ed, is I've had three games that had no business going under, and they all went under. Really? I mean, like you're I don't on... why you don't listen to Rashawn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's betting Chinese baseball, and he doesn't know the teams. 
So mm. that's my guy. He's he's doing well for himself, I guess. All right, let's get to what we learned today. Yuck. Yuck. All right, Ed, what'd you learn today? I, I learned that there are indicators here about my earlier story about um, the new Ranger who's fighting every game, which I find hilarious, um, Matt Rempe. Mm-hmm. I just look, I'm just looking at stats, like what we do, right? So an average player, I say, you know, a, a premier player, but I'm an average, you know, just a player, or you know, like the bread man, you know, or Tammy Panarin. Mm-hmm. So they'll mention him because you know who he is. And like... He averages 20 minutes a game of ice time, which is that's, a, that's good. That's a lot. Um, and in 59 games, that's 1,100 minutes of ice time. Rempe <laughs> has played in five games. He's averaging four minutes of ice time per game. So he's played a total of 20 minutes in the NHL. He has 32 penalty minutes already. How many fights is that? Is that, I mean, probably eight? Nine? Well, it's, he's had three that I know of. In five games, so oh, it's five-minute so majors, so he's probably got some roughing penalties. In. I don't know what else he's got there. He has 32 penalty minutes already. So they just bring and him 20 out? minutes of ice time. The, like, I know there are bruisers and these goons He's on not teams. bad. He's already got a goal and an assist, so okay. he can play. But, like, do they just purposely bring those guys out? Like, just go handle that cat. Well, they him. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when there were Ty Domu was at the Ranges, it was like that. Yeah. You know, you get beat up by a guy who's 5'8". was humiliating. Yeah, and I remember hearing stories about him because he was just a badass. He was a badass. I remember I was at a Rangers-Red Wings game. I was going to get up and get a beer at Puck Drop opening game. They dropped their gloves at the drop of the puck. I remember when you talked about that, yeah. I'm like, what? (laughs) They just looked at each other and were like, "Mm mm-hmm. They nodded and dropped their gloves and they went at it. like, now are these Do these goons not like each other? Is it like after a boxing match where they're... Hey, we just fought. No big deal. I think it's no big deal for them. Yeah. Because they agree, they agree to the fights. Yeah. Well, it's a different type of human being, I guess. They are different. Here's what I learned. Um, kind of crazy. This year, my dad's only got a, a birthday that lasts a minute. It's his 62nd birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't for you. It wasn't, wasn't for you. <laughs> Go so ahead. Stupid. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, uh, what did baby corn say to mama corn? Where's popcorn? <laughs> that one sucked. I was like, give me your ear. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally passed my wife a glue stick instead of her chapstick. She's still not talking to me. That's a great idea. Yeah. Today I started an argument with my wife while riding an elevator. I was wrong on so many levels. <laughs> um, we had a couple other quick ones here. Uh, where are we at? Um, oh, yeah. What, <laughs> what happened to the frog that parked illegally? It got towed. What's blue and doesn't weigh very much? Light blue. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, these are like all like crappy kitty ones that, uh, uh, how do you make seven even? Take away the S. See, these are like corny kid ones. And then you get your one-liner dad jokes. I'm not even getting into these. These are just bad. When I was in college, my friend's name was Steve Power. To take an attendance in accordance with your joke. Mm-hmm. So the teacher comes and goes, Powers? He says, no, there's, there's no S. He goes, oh, power? He says, no, Teve. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I love that. All right, guys, we got uh, Vinny and Haney coming up next. Uh, Rob, hopefully we'll, we'll have him back later this week. Ed and I will be back tomorrow right here on 105.7 Fan. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 